From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. All right, here we go on Wednesday. Adam Hill is here. It's Cofield, Cofield and Company, ESPN Las Vegas. We're in the Finley Toyota Studios. Ari is steering the ship today. I haven't been this angry since pretty much every show we do now about the ace. Uh, your paper had something in it that was so outrageous and stupid and short-sighted and woke. I don't use that word often, but clearly you're scared. Uh, you may want to call in the editors, get them on the phone, because I'd like an explanation of what the hell's going on here. You put up a list. This is a very important list. Very you, important list. You the paper? You put up a list. You wrote it. Sure. You can self-post on the website, right? Does it have to go through like a bunch of different there's hurdles? A lot of, there's a lot of hurdles. Mm-hmm. I'll also say I know what you're referring to before you get to it, and I'll say that it was written a while ago, and I completely forgot that I wrote it, and then I got a bunch of texts and emails today, and I was like, oh, yeah, that posted today. I wrote this a long time ago. So what happened? You send a story in, and then they're like, okay, the time is right now. I think it was, wow, this is awesome. We're going to hold this till a day when we really need a, a big clicks, booming impact. Clicks. We just need a, a, an yeah. impact story today. You, uh, I mean, this kind of stuff doesn't fly over on Raider Nation Radio where they only talk sports. They don't talk nonsense like this. This is sports? I kid because I care. It is sports, actually. It is sports. You ranked the all-time best mascots in Las Vegas sports history. I did. Outrageous. It's what the people demanded. Outrageous. It's what, it's what the know, people demanded. You know where I reside and my people reside on Facebook. I haven't even posted it on Facebook. So I'm hoping it gets a big response because I think the, the list that you made is so short. And it's clearly oh, to just stay to out of more. harm's way. Is that your thing now at the paper? Is it we're only going to do a top five when a top ten is absolutely warranted? I could have done a top ten. I, I probably, know you could have. You should have done a top ten. Well, I, I, if you, if you do a it's top outrageous. ten, I'll, I'll go inside the, you know, break the fourth wall a little bit on this. That if you do a top ten, then everybody's going to be happy. Like you're going to have almost everyone included, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, my guy made it." That's the method. To the if madness. you do five, then you're going to get some people okay. that are worked up. All right, that's coming up at three twenty. <laughs> Bang, tease. It can, I'll, we I'll, will forget. I'll also tease by saying, "Bang, tease." There done. was, there was a bang tease done. There was a very important oversight. That was done on purpose, and we'll get to that. I, I, I think – listen, I'm going to play along with it. I, okay. I'm not stupid. When I read it, I was like, there's clearly some real attempts here to ruffle some feathers. No, no, no. no. Yes, there, no, yes, there that's are. Not, that's not yes. what I'm talking about. No, no, that's yes. not true. That's not what yes. I'm talking about. And I'll, I'll just Coming say – Coming up at 20. Bang. Move on. I'm just saying there's an oversight move on. to explain Moving to people. No, get you, ready for it. You can hear the explanation of why okay. there was an oversight. Very ex- you're not going to remember that. I am. And he's not going to remember to remind us. I'll remember. It's only you're, a couple minutes away. We have no whiteboard anymore, so a, everything's off. Not only is it written down, but the Vinny drop just told you to move on. Wait, I, are we are we using yes. the Vinny drop? <laughs> yes, put on your headphones. <laughs> it's too late. I fired it. We're moving on. What else is in the story? Then there truly is respect. So uh, moving on. I would just have the moving on. Yeah. Let's try it next time. Yeah. Right, Mr. X? Is that no, how you did drops too, in the old days? It's way too long. Okay. Let's chop that up. But I do, I, A for effort. I don't want to be soul crusher. We need, we need that. That is moving on because it's long enough too. I like having Vinny as kind of the, the, the compass, the, just sure. the, the compass of the show. Sure. When you go off the rails or I go off the rails or I try to do a tease for 15 minutes from now and we're still not out of it. 
It's been four minutes. Move on. So it's the biggest news of the day. Butchie speaks today. We will get to Adam's rankings in just a little bit. His mascot rankings. Uh, Bruce Cassidy speaks today. You were over there, right? I was. So what sure. was it like? What's the setting like? Uh, Big turnout yet? National media in town? Or they no. uh, they show up a little later in the week? Not only was national media not in town, very few local media. Oh, wow. Which Stan- I was a little surprised Stanley by. Stanley Cup final, huh? Well, there was no practice. It was literally just uh, Cassidy talking. Availability, okay. So, and it was no players. So I think it was like, all right, well. You know, we'll we'll wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's a, a a big practice day, and then Friday's media day, which is pretty wild. So I think everybody's kind of taking a day off, getting their getting their breath together, um, you know, resting up for what's going to be a couple wild days. And uh, yeah, I was but I was out there. A couple other folks were out there as well, and um, you know, just kind of getting into it. it hasn't really start started the deep dive necessarily on Florida and preparing for them specifically but it's more just general what you know what is his next gate what are the next days going to be like what have you learned from being there i, I loved uh, him being asked if he learned anything from his first stanley cup appearance and losing and he said well i sure better have every once in a while butchie slips and he's like oh, come yeah. on yes yeah. but he got he, got, he well, you know what the thing is he'll be he'll he'll do the smart aleck thing and then he kind of kicks it back into gear and he gave a good answer we're gonna we'll play that for you in the middle of the show what got me when the vast sound crew sent over the sound earlier, the big was, apology. Not the apology. I thought that was interesting, but what got me was anytime he talks about Jack Eichel, like I'm on the freaking Eichel train. Yeah, I love the way this guy plays, and he gets into it here about Eichel's value is not always going to be on the stat sheet as he starts talking about Jack and Stony and Stevie. Jack, Stony, and Stevie were they on the score sheet? Right, and we win the game six nothing. Now, did they play well? Absolutely. Jack can drive the game in a lot of different ways. He wins a key key draw in the D zone on the, the fourth goal, right? The, the, that, that's the backbreaker when Marcia so scores. But he, he wins a D zone draw against some rupee hints, I think it was, so who's very good. So there's little things he does well every night. Uh, he was attacking the net, driving their D back. So Jack doesn't have to score for us to win, no. I mean, you look at our regular season point totals, uh, individual scoring, we, we don't have, you know, there's different guys out of the lineup. We found ways to win. So we need him to play well and help us win. There's just different ways we account for that other than on the score sheet. He's right. He's right. And everyone is not going to stuff the stat sheet. And Eichel does a lot of little things. I mean, he's had some pretty good numbers. But, you know, when you keep seeing the graphic up there, like, hasn't scored a goal since? Now, he's paid to score some goals, yeah. but there is so much more he does. You know, kind of that – is this an insult to Carlson? Kind of that next-level Carlson, like, you know, and obviously not the same position, but that next level where there are times when Carlson – there's a lot of stuff Wild Bill does in games, and if you're watching closely, like, okay, you know, that got the job done. It didn't necessarily lead to a goal a, or an assist. It might, it might have been like four plays before a goal. Well, it's also it's almost the exact. I mean, similar, yes, but almost the exact opposite of Jack Eichel for his entire career has been known as he's a scorer. He's going to go score goals. That's what he does. And all of a sudden this year, you bring him in here, and he, I don't know if you want to say learns to play defense, but was told to focus defensively. Well, you remember the and, theme, but the I mean, there were a lot of people in this market who were like, "Hey, Eichel can be a bit prickly. He can be a bit selfish." Oh. Cassidy, hammer time, right? And I remember a couple of early quotes. Cassidy said it outright. Hey, he's like, you know, everyone's got to learn and mature and evolve. And some people ran with that. It's worked. Yeah. It's worked because yeah. he has evolved as a player. Well, whether he learned to play better defensively or he always had it in him and he just decided to focus on that end of the ice, or let's be honest, 
Maybe it just wasn't noticed because the team wasn't very good around him in Buffalo, which is very possible. Um, those critiques haven't been warranted at all. He's been tremendous defensively uh, and, and this year and picking it up. And then on the other side, you know, while Eichel is one of the top offensive centers in the league, Carlson might be the best defensive center in the league, or at least among them. And when he scores goals like he did in year one and like he has done to an extent, especially the second half of this year, he is a completely – a uh, different, impactful player. He's not just the you know the defensive guy. He's not just the guy you send out there against the other team's best line. He's a guy who can play against anyone and can score goals and, and drive offense as well. And so when he's playing at that level, year one, year six, you see what happens. The team is a completely different team because that is so important to have a guy that's that good defensively that also scores. Now, you, Adam Hill, are the reigning Nevada Sports Writer of the Year, but that doesn't mean there's three of you that can go to all different events around town. Tomorrow, do you have to pick between – the big skate and player availability versus Raiders camping and some faces we haven't seen maybe popping up. Well, Raiders, what are you going to cover? Raiders have not announced that they're doing an availability tomorrow. So uh, if they do, if they do, this, these are just these are just <laughs> whispers out there. If they do, why do uh, by the way, why do they wait so long? When can there be a little like back and forth with the media? Like everyone in town knows. I mean, this is not the. This is not the A's and well, the, 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 and the, the Nevada legislature where, you know, they're going to sneak in a kind of secret hearing presentation on a Monday uh -huh. when everyone's covering the Golden Knights. I think they are. I think people that need to know know. And then if you, I need to know other people. I need to know. Well, I got a show to prep here. Well, you just reference it. So you clearly do know. Oh, I found out from someone. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Um, these so these secrets are stupid. Yeah, I think that they uh, I think that they announce it late so that it's hey the people that need to know can be there and the people that don't you know, will have a hard time planning to get there so it's actually an effort to I, keep some people that away be, that'd be my guess breaking news uh so breaking news to answer to answer your question most likely like you're on the toxic table right let's now. let's just say for, we're learning from good, good reference let's just say for example that mcdaniels is at 9 a.m and let's just say the golden knights practice at 11 and that players are, are available out in henderson at one can make all three so that, that'd be my plan if, hypothetically, that's what happens. Is Hunter Renfro going to be on the field tomorrow? What's our guess? We're just going to play with this. Like, it's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to happen. It may not happen. But if it does happen, is Renfro out there? Um, maybe. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's been missing. I think he's been there. I think he's just not on the field. I think he's in the, in the building. Is that a protective measure because his status after June 1st, which is what, tomorrow, or, uh, is unknown? Or if he has anything lingering and you just don't want to – risk it or you know get hurt out there um yeah but I'd, i i i don't know that he'll be there I'd, i wouldn't be surprised either way if he is or not um it doesn't seem like the team's too worried about it and i still think it's very possible he could be moved at some point but um they're not cutting him no contractually that's, no. that's that'd be silly so right. he's got either they're gonna find a trade partner yeah. or he'll be on the team aoc will he be getting all the snaps uh no hoyer will get some chase garbers will get plenty uh, okay. Chase Garbers is running for number one quarterback. Looks fairly good out there. Uh, so yeah, and he's been in you know been in the system a year. Uh, so I, I think that they kind of like what he's doing uh, as on a practice field. I don't think that they'd love to see him in a game, but I think they like see like seeing him out there. There's been a lot of glowing reviews about Aiden O'Connell, uh, AOC, but I also feel like there's a little bit of you know, hey, look, he's actually he can actually throw the ball. Look at that, good for him. I think it's a, a low expectation that's kind of driving the uh, he can actually play narrative. And and for those that don't know much about AOC and his background, like he obviously went to Purdue as like the night stringer, worked his way as a starter. If you watch him play, there'll be about four or five times a game where you're like, wait a minute, 
is that is that Dan Marino? Like, oh my gosh! And then the rest of the game, we're like, oh, okay, it's, it's not quick release. Yeah, he 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 has some throws that are very very high end. Yeah, I watched him at the East West Shrine game. He seemed to be a tick behind yeah. in the whatever that was. It was like a two to one game. It was it was a bad offensive. It was it was, it was unreal. It was Should good. the story tomorrow? And I think the Raiders are very lucky that they have the group of media they do because not. Uh, many of you are fan the flame guys, although some of you probably should be. Um, Ari's story of the day is Tom Brady could own the Raiders and play for the team with league vote. NFL says TMZ.com. I got in my car yesterday, uh, one of the best shows over on Fox Sports Radio in that six o'clock slot. Broussard and Rob Paca. I get in, they're like, let's open the phones. Do you want to see Tom Brady as a Raiders quarterback? Let's go. Like, okay, we didn't hit that at all yesterday. I feel like we missed a mark on Cofield and company. Is there something here? Ooh, he's pausing. Maybe. Yes. I thought I thought yep. you were I thought you were teasing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So I'll give a timeout sign like half the time. If Tom Brady You'll know. Here here's the question the question I still have to get answered, which nobody really seems to have clarification. If Tom Brady is right now, as of this moment, a partial owner of the Raiders, then no. Not playing. Not happening. It's over. Done deal. It's not. If he's not technically considered a part owner until the owners vote in October, then he can play. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you. That It really is why I didn't get but, into it yesterday because but I don't like, Adam, Adam's going to know. I haven't seen anyone clearly mention that the vote has taken place because – to make Brady an owner, approve of Brady as an owner, because I've also seen uh, owners want to know he is retired yeah. from playing on the field, so that may complicate the vote. Yeah, and and just so people are aware, it is a salary cap issue. And it's not just about Brady, it's about anybody that would choose to do this, because I promise you, promise you, right now, if the owners made an exception, made a vote that a owner could come out of the of, of the owner's box and play on the field, then you know that Joe Burrow contract negotiations coming up? He's taking $14 million a year and becoming a part owner. Because if owners can play, okay, good. Take a lesser deal. Take a percentage of the team. Let's go. Boy, wouldn't wouldn't Mark Davis and the Raiders like to upset so, Rogers' apple cart? So I understand. Just flip the friggin' thing right, over. But, but it has to be unanimous vote of every owner. Uh, so that means all your divisional opponents would have to agree to it, which I can't imagine that would happen. And all anybody, everybody would have to agree to it. Um, and you're opening up a crazy Pandora's box. And if if somebody out there, because I heard this narrative too, they can make one exception for Tom Brady. No, you can't. You can't do that with the rules. You can't just decide rules are going to apply to certain people and others not. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ or tweet the show at Cofield and Co or at ESPN Las Vegas. Deep breath because I know I'm going to get worked up. Deep breath. Very deep breath. Adam Hill is in. He just so happened to drop. You guys do rankings all the time with the paper. Sure. And, uh, you know, whatever. I get it. I get it. We like to do rankings too. But. You say you wrote a uh, LV all-time mascot rankings list a while back. Now we got VGK on the edge of winning a Stanley Cup. Got to get through this series. You put out your all-time rankings. There is zero Vegas Golden Knights representation. 
Honorable mention. There is – it's top five. Yeah, stop there's an honorable the, mention on there. Stop using the honorable mention. People who, who go to honorable mention, like, for rankings, no one cares. For, like, top 25 rankings, like, oh, yeah, my school got two votes. Who cares? You're nowhere near it. Honorable mention doesn't count. You're right there, right, right there. Do you know if I got honorable mention for radio guy of the year? In the state of Nevada? I don't were I don't you, think so. You, I don't care. What would it matter? Well, if you were nominated and didn't win, that's honorable mention. That's a no. There's there's a top five, what top three, top four. Honorable mention doesn't count. You left out the iconic UNLV mascot. He was honorable mention. And you left out VGK representation. And you included a team that isn't here. Are they? They're here. Outrageous. First of all, I will not tolerate this lack of respect for Stomper. Here are the rankings. <laughs> Pit Boss. Who is amazing. Okay. Did you look at him? You know, look, I, don't, look at remember, a of Pit I Boss. don't remember seeing a picture in your story of Pit Boss. It's on, it's on the website. Okay. You got to scroll through the gallery. Four is Pit Boss. Check that. Five is Pit Boss. Pit Boss Speedway. is the LV Motor Speedway mascot who is wearing a fire suit and his head is just a giant dice. That's awesome. Stomper is the elephant. Tremendous. Which the story of Stomper is probably the best of all. Of course. The mascots here, but the A's aren't here. Yeah, they are. So why don't you just come up with? A, uh, why don't you just make just, up? Just I guess it has to exist. Why don't you just pick an NBA team that LeBron is going to take here? We don't know and the pick mascot. Their mascot. We know what Stomper is. Stomper's awesome. It's a pelican. Pelican should be three. Whoever who's the no? Is it a baby cake? Who's the who's the baby research cake. crew? Yeah. We're Is getting an expansion team. Who's we're not the getting, Pelicans mascot? We're not getting the Pelicans moved here. We're getting an expansion team. Pit Boss, Stomper, Cosmo, and LV? Yeah, LV. It's, I mean, it's short, obviously, for Las Vegas, but it's also- It's Elvis. It was like, it was like an Elvis, an Elvis, Elvis cat. It was awesome. That's oh, a cat. All right. It's a, yeah. The shark for Tark. Was great. It's, it a, is, it's not even the real mascot it, of the it, team. It was awesome. It is really good. It was a second mascot, a secondary mascot, yeah. and- Boom Boom from? From the Las Vegas Thunder. Which, I, you listen, I have a lot of respect for Boom Boom, and we may have Boom Boom, one of them, on the show later on. I don't know if there were, like, several iterations they, of, Bo- of Boom Boom. Can publicly say that they're, they're Boom Boom? Well, we've booked, we've booked who we think is Boom Boom. It may be a big secret. It may be something that's very dirty in their past that they've buried, but we're going to bring it to light in the 5 o'clock hour. But no Hey Reb on the list. No Cash the Soccer Rocker, which I think is very creative from the Las Vegas Lights. I also feel like you have no like veteran residents of Las Vegas. I feel like there's a ton of history with offbeat teams that probably had really good mascots that you don't boom, have. Boom boom. It's not enough. Um, and it needs to be a top ten. You don't have chance. Um, you wrote the Gila Monster is beloved, but much of it is based on the team's success. Yes. And you've always said you think Chance sucks. He sucks. Who sucks more in your mind? Because you have no VGK representation on the Adam Hill all time L V mascot rankings. Who sucks more, Chance or the actual knight who's in the stands? Clang, clang, well, clang, and then is on the ice on skates fighting. I didn't include Lee because he, I, it's a human. So what? This is just a human. It's not a you don't, mascot. You don't, you don't think the St. Joe's Hawk counts? That's in a costume. Does the Aztec at San Diego State count? No, that's a person. Wait, what? You've got you've to be in a costume. The Hawk has like half its body Wait, exposed. but it's in a costume. 
It's, it's the face is in a the face is in a costume. That's what it requires. So the face of the Aztec is in a costume. No, it's a. I thought it's a person. You see their the face. face of the knight is in a costume. You can't see the knight. A person or thing that is supposed to bring good luck or that is used to symbolize a particular event or organization. You, you made a list. Mascot. You don't I even know what a mascot rules. is. I have. I made the list. Rules and I decide. I decide. Outrageous. I decide who's on the list. I, I can tell. Rules. And your decision you're gonna, is pretty crappy. You're going to argue with Pit Boss. Yes. Pit Boss is incredible. Yes. yes. It's an incredible mascot. Now, I did say... Did, by the way, did you nix all uh, market guest mascots? Like anyone from outside the market who came in. What are you what, who well, are you I suggesting? Mean, I would have put... Yeah, like if you're saying like for like tournaments, I would have definitely included the Pepperdine Wave. Yes. That thing's awesome. Yes. I oh, love that guy. Or, or we've actually had a mascot show here more than a few times. I can't believe you didn't give an honorable mention and just bend the rules even more for the superstars. Yeah, they don't count. They're not local. Justin Timbersnake? I mean, the superstars are amazing yes. top to bottom. Yes. But no, I'm not going to include them. Now, I would say, look, and I wrote it in there, Lucky would be there sooner than Chance would. Who's Lucky? Lucky, Lucky is the Henderson Silver Knights mascot. He's better than Chance. So you're basically just, you're anti-new age hockey. Not really. And I, I would I also point, I would, I will point out, and I should have written it, and I didn't, that Duke, the Wranglers mascot, would have been on there if Boom Boom wasn't number one. I couldn't go with multiple former hockey teams. Why? It's just not right. It's, it's, not it's right. so arbitrary. That's what lists are. It's an un, it says it, this one's wrong. Rankings. This one's wrong. It's not. It's not. You're no Boom Boom's clearly not. Why didn't one. you have a vote? No, nobody's going to argue. With are them you more. also shutting the people out? The will yeah. of the people doesn't count yeah. in the it's in polls of the RJ. It's my rankings. Okay. Sometimes we Part do polls. Of course, folks. Sometimes we do polls. We the we people don't matter. Not in this to one. the RJ and. To the A's in the legislature. I have a feel, not a feeling. I, I can almost guarantee on a real vote, Boom Boom Boom, Boom would win anyway. We didn't have to do the vote for it. Now the problem is you're going to have people voting for Chance just because they like the Golden Knights. That's not what this is about. This is the purity of the mascot game. Chance sucks as a mascot. We've, I've said that from day one. I like Chance. No, you don't. There's a positive aura about no, Chance. You don't. I no, I do. No, you're not doing this again. There's lots of things I like that you deny you me don't. liking. You don't you don't like chance, and I do you like never hey, just, and never I do like hey Reb, and I have hey, I have hey a Reb's feeling canceled. I have a feeling uh, one you like putting that in your story because you, you you like the issue of canceling, sure. and that you did that to ruffle feathers, just like you left no, out the DGK mascots to ruffle feathers. No, and Boom Boom was clearly number one, and, and I was okay. I wasn't going to put just just no. give out your objectives. I wasn't what the story was doing. No, in terms I wasn't. Of I wasn't going to put Duke because Boom Boom was there, and I also wasn't going to put. Hey, Reb, you can't have two of the spots. 40% occupied by UNLV mascots? Shark was already on there. Well, we know there's a guy in the building who doesn't like this show at certain times. And I guess he popped on Friday and had something something about murder. I don't know what was going on. Darren Millard is up next. He'll settle this. I mean, I think, think this is clearly anti-Hey, Reb and anti-VGK. Cofield and Company will be right back. Keep it here on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. All right, Mascot Gate. It got ugly in here. I hear it gets ugly a lot on the VGK Insider Show, so we'll get the take from uh, Darren Millard, who I think has been very busy today. You said you had a checklist. Did you get to uh, check the RJ and Adam's mascot list? I did not, but I just heard the last segment, and I am a Chance fan. So I it's one of the rare times that I – disagree with my good friend adam hill no you're not a fan I, I i'll you have to say it on the air that's fine i get it but you're not a fan. nobody's a fan of chance 
I love it. He, he like eats people with the, with his giant teeth. That's <laughs> awesome. He's entertaining. He can do different things. He's athletic. He checks. Uh, talk about checking all the boxes. He he does that. You're just saying. He's, you're just saying words right now. By the way, you know who yelled at me for this in the past was Gary Lawless. Really? Yeah. It was on the air. It was before I really knew him too well, and I was just trashing Chance. And he said, "He's not for you. He's for the kids." I'm like, "All right, that's fair." Mascots are for everybody. Yeah, I well, love I that. Think, I think Gary's way off on that. Hey, I was at an all-star game, NHL all-star game one year. I can't – it might have been in Atlanta. I can't remember. But I was in the stairwell for some reason, and they were about to introduce the mascots. And so they were all lined up, and there was a fight between the Buffalo mascot, and I can't remember it was the other mascot. But they were giving it to each other. (laughs) It was one of the – I didn't want to leave the stairwell because it was that fascinating, and I had to go to a – to an event and to an appearance, and uh, I would have stayed there all day long watching them go at it. It was fierce. I don't blame you. I would have watched that all day, too. That would have been fantastic. Uh, it had to be more intriguing than Game 6. That's That was horrific to be there in person, uh, and obviously great result for the Golden Knights, but that was not a fun game. It was a blowout. Only one team showed up. Where did that come from, Darren? That was the best performance we've seen all postseason, and it was in a game where people were starting to panic. They were getting worried. They thought the Golden Knights be, might be nervous. And they came up with that performance. How did they do that? Well, it's fitting that you bring that up because I know Steve Coldfield is a, uh, a follower and a subscriber to the Chirp Podcast with Darren Millard, which will drop later on today with Bruce Cassidy and Eddie Olchek uh, are my, my two guests this week. A double episode. Stanley wow. a final. A double episode, wow. really. Uh, it's impressive. So I asked Bruce uh, if, if that was the best game of the year, regular season or playoffs. And he gives uh, a really interesting... Uh, answer to that like the execution that you saw the depth that you saw uh from from the vegas golden knights and the immediacy that that was put forward from from the vegas players was all spectacular but there's a subplot and i'll I'll hold off for for the podcast because i'm selfish and i want people to listen (laughs) but uh but he gives another attribute that that was impressive why he uh he appreciated it so much and and why it was right there with the, with the best games of the year. It, it took all drama out of out of play. And you took a look at the closeout game against Winnipeg, and they they pulled their goalie with ten minutes to go in Game Five. Otherwise, that was a whitewash, and it ended up being intriguing just because Winnipeg played half the final period without a goalie and had some pressure. Uh, the performance in Game Six against Edmonton was really good. They they leaned on Aiden Hill, but it was really solid performance. Uh, the best of that series, and then the closeout game against uh, Dallas was was right there with the best of the season. When, when pushed, they have responded and uh, and they've taken care of uh, business. Uh, I know that from an entertainment, from a drama perspective, it didn't float your boat, but boy, from an uh, just performance standpoint, that was impressive. Very impressive, and now the challenge is to carry it over and take it into the Stanley Cup yeah. Final against the Panthers. We'll get into some of the nuts and bolts. We have time to do that over the next you know, week or so as we start to get into the series on Saturday. Uh, but Darren Millard joins us now, and I want to run this by you. You may have been around. Uh, somebody kind of made a joke that one of the reasons Florida has had so much success in the postseason in particular is because the hotel where road teams stay against them is awful, and nobody wants to be there, and it's miserable and depressing. It was a joke, 
But I did reach out to some other people from some other teams around the NHL who said, absolutely, that's true. It's awful. We actually can't even eat there. We have to get contracted to get food from elsewhere because our players won't eat the food. That sounds awful. Like, is this a concern? Is this a real thing? So the, when they stay here or no, when they in stay in Florida, Miami? when they play against the Panthers up in Sunrise. Well, I know I was there on that road trip, and I had a hell of a time. I enjoyed okay. every minute of it. I liked the hotel. It was uh, it was right on basically South Beach, and there's oh, lots di- of that's great different. restaurants that's different around. There. And- uh, apparently, a lot of teams stay at a place right by, I won't give the name of it, but right by the arena because they don't want to commute every day to morning skate in the games. Right. And so they stay close to the arena, and that's a miserable place. And I guess that's where Boston stayed, at least in their series. Well, I, I can see that if you're there for a series, and I can see it also being more miserable just because you know that South Beach is <laughs> 25 minutes away. Sure. Uh, that that may be more of a factor than the actual uh, uh, the the hotel that you're staying at. Now, I've heard bits and pieces of what you're talking about. Uh, I, I know that, but for one series, I think people can can suck it up if. If anybody's going to say that uh, that's the big advantage for the for the Florida Panthers, I think I'd want to double down and beat them just for for having that 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 spot. Uh, it's it's basically a big mall. Uh, that's where yeah. where the rink is. Yeah, very excited. There's a lot of chains right next to the hotel that, that I'm staying at, so that's very. Let's exciting. go get it. Let's go yeah. do it. Oh, really? <laughs> Look at these guys. Yeah. Okay, You're partying on the road. Got a roughhouse and party on the road. I like it. Darren Millard's with us. From the VGK Insider Show, of course, uh, does so much for the broadcast on AT&T Sportsnet, soon to be over on Scripps. All right, I heard uh, Butchie, I heard Bruce Cassidy say today, or at least answer a question about who's the best team he's faced in the playoffs when it comes to getting in front of the Nets. Is it Florida? They, they will go there. Uh, I, I don't think that they do as much of the high tip stuff or the deflection stuff that, that Dallas enjoys doing, but... Florida loves to get the puck there, and and they will they will funnel, they will track, they will uh, do everything they can to to get the the, the puck uh, to the to the front of the net. So uh, are are you busier uh, than than the other teams? Probably, uh, certainly more than than Edmonton that is is a rush team. Uh, certainly uh, more than than Dallas, who who does rely on a tip, but uh, but doesn't create as much in the middle, and that was one of their issues was not getting the puck uh, to the net uh, as much as, as they had to. Uh, look, the Florida Panthers are not a shy team uh, at all, and they don't mind just putting their head down and trying to barrel right through you. They don't mind shoveling the puck to the net and taking jabs and whacks and pokes at it uh, at all. You saw on key goals where there was chances. Uh, they, they had called, uh, multiple goals called back. Uh, because of certain situations of, of goal interference or or being uh, uh, untowards uh, the rules, and and they they do not hold back, so it, it'll be a challenge. And uh, the Vegas Gold Knights have have the best defense, I believe, uh, certainly enough size to match up. So uh, that'll be one of those uh, those inner circle uh, matchups to keep an eye on. Darren, tell people in the Vegas audience who don't follow hockey real closely, some of them, uh, what Florida did that was you know sort of. I don't know about revolutionary, but they got aggressive in the offseason, right? They got rid of their coach. They bring in a, an older yeah. coach, and then they've got a top scorer, and they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's go get Kachuk. And there were some people out there who were like, eh, we don't know if we love Kachuk. Well, the, Matthew Kachuk, in, in the early part of his career, walked the line and for a lot of games was on the wrong side of it. Uh, he was a feisty player. 
very talented player, but could become a distraction to both the other team and his own team. And he, he's matured that side of his game and is a perennial now 100 point, point guy. What they did in the offseason, uh, Steve, was they had an interim head coach in Andrew Burnett who was named the head coach of the National Predators today. Very good coach. Uh, but he coached a system that uh, that Joe Quenville was was coaching. It was more rush orientated, and they didn't think that they could win in the playoffs with that. They ran up against Tampa Bay and got schooled last year in the second round, and they they retooled their roster and they put uh, uh, a head coach in that uh, that was uh, used to being in those situations, wasn't uh, intimidated by anybody in Paul Maurice, and they changed their style of game. And even with Matthew Kachuk in there. Uh, they, they took a long time to come around to that style of game, and if not for some beneficial results in the final week of the season, they wouldn't have made the playoffs at all. But the idea of being built better and uh, tactically uh, aimed towards a, a better result in the postseason than the regular season is paying off right now, and, and it's, uh, it, they're, they're full mark. This, this is not a fluke. This is the President's Trophy winner from a year ago. Uh, they just took a step back to go forward. Well, you took me in a direction I was going to go in there. You have a few more minutes before you got to get in here? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Darren Millard's with us, AT&T Sportsnet, of course, Fox Sports Radio's uh, VGK Insider Show. Uh, JVT yesterday, uh, one of the other company members was saying, um, kind of along the Giannis lines in the NBA, if the Knights don't win the Stanley Cup in this series, it's not a failure. And I wanted to kind of build on that, that this is – not a crappy organization they're going with. Just because they didn't have a great season, they were picked. I looked on NHL.com preseason predictions. They were picked to make the playoffs. 15 of 15 writers, and two of them did pick them to win the Stanley Cup, you know, way back in October. Look, I talked to Eddie Olchek today. Not to be a name dropper, but Eddie <laughs> and I were, were catching up on the Chirp podcast. And, and I asked them along the same line of the path that you're pursuing. In October, were the Florida Panthers – a Cinderella hope to get to the Stanley Cup final. They weren't. They were coming up a President's Trophy win, and they changed their coach, and they felt that they upgraded, and they brought in Matthew Chuck. It cost them a couple of players, but they brought in the best player in that trade. They were not a Cinderella team at the start of the season. Start of the playoffs, after a 17th-ranked uh, season in the overall standings and having to squeak in, they were a Cinderella team to get by Boston, uh, coming off the best regular season in NHL history. But they found something, and now to the final, you, they're somewhere in between, closer to the President's Trophy winning team uh, than, than, than uh, they were uh, Cinderella. They've got a $10 million goaltender who's playing like a $12 million goaltender. And they've got uh, the best player, uh, skater, arguably, in the Santa Cup playoffs in, in Matthew Kachuk uh, in clutch stuff. Uh, not no disrespect to Vegas, who uh, I love uh, the way they roll the four lines, but Kachuk's been been dominant, and and I like I, I think that they're a real quality opponent, and I don't think anybody should should apologize for uh, getting to a final and and if you end up losing, uh, but uh, but I think this this has the potential to be a really really good series. The rust factor is is what would worry me from a Florida perspective. They're going to have more time between games. Than Bruce Cassidy had between jobs last summer. <laughs> wow, what does a, that, what a, that, what a that pro you are! Is crazy. What a pro you are! Because I was going to ask you about that, but we we can get you out of here because I, I do think that's the biggest factor, and that's the reason why I think the Golden Knights are going to win the series more than any other factor. Florida was on such a roll, but Broski was just dominating everybody, and now they've yeah. just been sitting and waiting. 
just hanging out, and you can manufacture all kinds of things, whether you do scrimmage or battle drills or whatever. It's it's just not the same. It's it's almost like they've had they might have had too much time to think. I've I've seen it happen before, uh, and it might take uh, them a couple of games to get to get into the series. We'll see what happens. Darren, you rule. What's coming up on the Insider Show today? Uh, we are going to have some conversations uh, regarding Bruce Cassidy and his comments uh, today, and we're going to break down the series into more detail, like the ins and outs, forwards, defense, and the intangibles. I can't wait to get out of here and listen to the Chirp podcast. Uh, I know. It's the Chirp with Darren Millard. Uh, ask ask Colfield because he's Great. a subscriber. Great. You know, Ari keeps waving over here. He's like, we have Edo. We have Edo on Thursday. How about that? That's a producer oh. guarantee. Oh, yeah. It's coming up on Thursday. All right, Darren. I love it. Yeah, we'll see you. See you, boys. There he is, Darren Millard. I want to remind folks, NBA Finals begins tomorrow. We will cut out a couple of minutes early in the show for the beginning of the NBA Finals, and Lindsey Brown will get you ready in the afternoon over at Twin Peaks on Eastern, one of our favorite spots. That's our Monday Night Football home, at least it was last year. So uh, Thursday, lunchtime, 11A to 1P, a bunch of prizes there from Lindsey, and then getting ready for the game. Happy hour starts up at 2 o'clock, goes until 7, so pretty much covers all the game. You can get that freezing cold 29-degree draft brew, the big ones, big beers, big beers. Coors Light, Miller Light, under 4 bucks. Select appetizers, 2 4 and $6, Monday to Friday, happy hour, 2 to 7. And Lindsey from over on Raider Nation Radio, 920, is going to get you started. Twin Peaks on Eastern tomorrow, getting you ready for the NBA Finals between the Heat and the Nuggets. Miss any of the show? We've got you covered. Head to LVSportsNetwork.com and go to podcast to listen to all of your favorite LV Sports Network shows anytime from any place. Rolling on here on, I almost said Friday. We're in the middle of the week. we got big stuff coming up. NBA Finals tomorrow right here on ESPN Las Vegas. VGK Stanley Cup Finals. All the coverage over on Fox Sports Radio Las Vegas, 1340 and 98.9 FM. I wanted to tie something real quick to the NHL, and I guess this is a, a terrible way to do it. I feel like VGK was very aggressive and forward-thinking when all of this potential regional sports network disaster stuff started coming down the pike, right? Where you have conglomerates owning a bunch of the RSNs, and then they're going out of business. Or like we, I mean, I, I don't think it's sports is dying. I think they didn't know what they were doing in terms of managing things. But baseball has been hit hard by it, and deadlines are coming up. And what is it, Diamondback Sports? Is that what it's called? Diamond Sports? Diamond, Diamond sports, sports Groups that held the right to the rights to a lot of teams, um, some poorly performing teams, which I think that's on the owners. But that's a discussion for you can do that in Arizona and, and Cincinnati with the Diamondbacks and the Reds. But the Padres, I mean, you can't ask ownership to do more there. No. I mean, they spend, no. they spend like everyone should. Uh, they spent themselves into relevance. They're a good organization. Eh, they're not winning right now. It hasn't come together on a lot of fronts, but I guarantee they make a run at the playoffs and they'll win you know, at least 85 games. But their broadcasts are off. Did it end yesterday or today? Uh, last night was the last one. Although, it was Bally's, right? Although in the middle of the game, they did cut away with some technical difficulties. Yeah, right the in the last middle one. Of it. And then I read, I read whatever – Whatever the access is, this kind of this stuff frustrates me, and this is where I am. Like I'm too old to read and understand. I really, I get really frustrated. Clearly, I just want it there. And I was reading a long thread about how to get the games now because MLB is taking over. I was like, I thank God I don't live in in you know whatever Padre Land, Southern California, because I would just have to stumble on it, or I, I don't know what I would do because I probably wouldn't find it. But I tell you what, the Padres. 
Twitter department, I'm assuming it was multiple people, were and it was I read through like 50 questions and I swear 37 were the same. And the Padres tweet people just kept answering over and over and over again. But even when I read it, I'm like, I still don't really understand. So my whole point is the Knights went out and got a partnership with Scripps Sports. I hope it works out. They're going to have, you know, some of the bigger games on uh, 13, but they're going to have their own channel. They're going to control a lot of it. And maybe this is the future where teams are going to control it, but it looks like a freaking mess for a lot of the NHL and a lot of uh, Major League Baseball. I will say I was also trying to figure it out, and I, I'm Raiders and Golden Knights right now, so I was like, I, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I can't figure it out. But I did see – Old man! One of the well, – it wasn't even – it's not even that. It's more just – I don't have I don't have time. Don't First have of all, how, how often do I watch it? But that is part of being like it's – part, it's part of getting but, older and having less patience and then all, also just getting frazzled at not – like, I just want to know. Well, it's, it's also it, – it might change something for me because I hope at least – no blackout? I so I like read, I no, watch I all read. I watch all my games through the MLB app. Adam, I read a couple of them, but it said they were lifting blackout rules as because MLB local, is taking I over. I don't know if that but counts I've, for the for if, you know, if the MLB is taking over the black- broadcast. Just keep it on the app. I go every time I go to the app and I click on a team from California or Arizona or even Seattle. Sometimes it's like no, you can't watch this. But I, I think saw now people ask repeatedly. I have the MLB package. Do I get the Padres now? And I I think the answer was. No, you have to buy the Padres. Well, that, you, that I may- do. I buy the I buy the, all the games. Oh, in addition, you got to buy the Padres. That, I think that's if you live in San Diego. All right, but again, I saw I, someone I from Georgia. I, I think it was someone from Georgia was asking. They're like, yeah, and it was just you know you could tell that at some point it was like cut and paste. What are they on right you now? You have to buy the Padres. Did they play a four today? I'm just gonna tune in. I'll check my app and see if they're on. I hope they are. It's so weird. And by the way, the Padre package is twenty dollars a month, which I don't, is that affordable? I have no idea. Padres are oh no, they're oh they're on right now. I'm going to check the app during, during check, check it during, during the break. the break. Check it during the break. So remember, there was a day where UFC was not on ESPN, was not widely available, was actually paying to get its product. On TV. It was a watershed moment. Sure. Back in, what, 2004 with Spike TV. Come on! And the ultimate fighter. Blacked out. Is it? Come on. Woo! Come on, Todd. Told you. Come on, MLB. Even, even in a... Cr- God, we're not doing this topic. Where's the Jamaican music? It's blacked it, out. It, yep. I Just put you. it on. I told you. What is you you uh, take is, over the... Bro- this, MLB yep. takes over the broadcast. Yep. I have the MLB package. The MLB app. Put it on. This is, this so, is uh, a disaster. on... It's the optics are awful for Major League Baseball that you have a regional sports network carrier that's either saying we can't afford to be in business with you because your product sucks, or even worse, you were dumb enough to get in a bed with a company that has no idea what it's doing, MLB. So in the face of embarrassment, Where Padres fans around the country and locally can't watch their product unless they pay for it. And with baseball, even if you pay for it, who knows if you're going to get it based on the track record? And they just won't spiff you for the rest of the friggin' summer. Ah, Yay! This sucks. God, I... I, The one thing I I thought, I was like, this means I'm going to get the Padres game. I pray that every once in a while a Nevada legislator listens to this show. Because we're not anti-baseball. We're just telling you what the sport is like. 
So when you rubber stamp $380 million, remember what you're doing and who you're getting into bed with.